Coming up on 5-Minute News. Wagner boss General Prigozhin dies in Russian plane crash. Rudy Giuliani turns himself in on Georgia 2020 election charges. And first GOP debate sees most candidates supporting Trump despite crimes. It's Thursday, August 24. I'm Anthony Davis. Russia's most powerful mercenary, Yevgeny Prigozhin, was on board a plane which crashed on Wednesday evening north of Moscow with no survivors, the Russian authorities said, two months to the day after he led an abortive mutiny against the army top brass. There was no official comment from the Kremlin or the Defence Ministry on the fate of Prigozhin, head of the Wagner mercenary group and a self-declared enemy of the army's leadership over what he argued was its incompetent prosecution of Russia's war in Ukraine. A telegram channel linked to Wagner, Grey Zone, pronounced him dead and hailed him as a hero and a patriot who it said had died at the hands of unidentified people it called traitors to Russia. Amid fevered speculation and an absence of verifiable facts, some of his supporters pointed the finger of blame at the Russian state, others at Ukraine, which is due to mark its Independence Day today. Others who have opposed President Vladimir Putin or his interests have also died under unclear circumstances or come close to death, including outspoken political leaders and journalists. Prigozhin's death would leave the Wagner Group, which incurred Putin's wrath in June by staging an abortive armed mutiny, leaderless, and raise questions about its future operations in Africa and elsewhere. Prigozhin's death would also rid Putin of someone who had mounted the most serious challenge to the Russian leader's authority since he came to power in 1999. Rudy Giuliani, Donald Trump's lawyer and confidant, turned himself in at a jail in Atlanta yesterday on charges related to efforts to overturn Donald Trump's loss in the 2020 presidential election in Georgia. The former New York mayor was indicted last week along with Trump and 17 others. Fulton County District Attorney Forney Willis said they participated in a wide-ranging conspiracy to subvert the will of the voters after the Republican president lost to Democrat Joe Biden. Bond for Giuliani, who was released after booking like the other defendants, was set at $150,000, second only to Trump's $200,000. 79-year-old Giuliani is accused of spearheading Trump's efforts to compel state lawmakers in Georgia and other closely contested states to ignore the will of voters and illegally appoint electoral college electors favourable to Trump. Other high-profile defendants also surrendered yesterday, including Jenna Ellis, an attorney who prosecutors say was involved in efforts to convince state lawmakers to unlawfully appoint presidential electors, and lawyer Sidney Powell, accused of making false statements about the election in Georgia and helping to organise a breach of voting equipment in rural Coffee County. Giuliani is charged with making false statements and soliciting false testimony, conspiring to create phony paperwork and asking state lawmakers to violate their oath of office to appoint an alternate slate of pro-Trump electors. 
Trump is still the front-runner in the 2024 Republican presidential primary, has said he plans to turn himself in at the Fulton County Jail today. Nearly all of the Republican presidential candidates vying to be the leading alternative to front-runner Donald Trump said they would support the former president if he is the party's nominee, even if he is convicted in a court of law, as they gathered on stage for the first time. The question came nearly an hour into Wednesday night's first primary debate in Milwaukee, and a day before Trump, who declined to participate, is set to surrender in Georgia on charges of trying to overturn the state's 2020 election. With less than five months until the Iowa caucuses jumpstart the GOP presidential nomination process, the debate is a critical opportunity for lower polling candidates to introduce themselves to millions of voters, many of whom are just beginning to pay attention to the race. The pressure is greatest for DeSantis, who announced his campaign in May to great fanfare, but has since struggled to gain traction and is now fighting to maintain his distant second-place status. Also on stage were South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley, tech entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, and North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum, who was hospitalized after hurting his Achilles tendon, but chose to participate nonetheless. The candidates also tangled on abortion, underscoring the party's challenges on the issue after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade last year. All of the candidates identified as pro-life, but differed on when restrictions should kick in after the court ended the constitutional right to an abortion, leading to a wave of restrictions in Republican-led states. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. My name is Cindy Burnett, and each week I interview at least two traditionally published authors on my podcast, Thoughts from a Page. We talk spoiler-free about their books, so you can listen whether you have read the book or not. And then we delve into things that you most likely won't hear about anywhere else. The importance of the cover design, why they included various aspects of the story, personal details about both the books and the author's lives, and so much more. You can find the podcast on every major platform and learn more about it on my website, thoughtsfromapage.com. Thanks so much for checking it out.